You're listening to Small Steps for Big Goals, the podcast for the heart-centered, highly sensitive business owner. I'm your host, Kate Carter, mindset coach and business mentor. And after three years of coaching and mentoring clients, what I know to be true is small steps lead to big results. If you're feeling completely overwhelmed with the information out there, and you know you're ready to go deeper to find out what really is going to support you to move your business forward, then come and join us each week as we delve into an aspect of mindset, energy, and strategy which is going to support you in seeing those big results. I am so excited to delve into this with you, so come and join us. Hello, happy Monday. I hope you are well and have had a wonderful, wonderful weekend. So today's topic is based on the questionnaires that I ask prospective clients and clients to fill in when we first start working together. And every so often, I look at these and I look at different patterns, I look at what people are telling me so that I have a really good understanding of the people that I'm serving and also I get to know individual people better because let's face it, it is all about those sort of individual connections and how we can better understand people, especially for me, supporting people is really, really important and so understanding what their needs are, understanding where they're coming from, understanding what they want and what they desire is really important to me in my business. So I've been looking through these questionnaires and there were a couple of patterns, but one of the biggest patterns that I saw was this feeling a lack of confidence around what they were doing in their business. And so I thought I would bring it to this as a conversation because I think it's a really important one. And I think it's one that Often people can get the wrong end of the stick about, they can go completely down the mindset route and hope that that gets them there. Sometimes they go completely through the strategy route and hope that a strategy lands and they suddenly find this confidence. And I kind of want to shine a light on what I know to be true, especially for highly sensitive people, and hopefully how this can support you to be really visible and to get out there and to take up space. Because what it actually means in business is that these people that I talk to or these people that become my clients aren't actually confident enough in getting visible. And so that's what I want to talk to here. And I think it's a really, really important topic. I'm laughing because it is, heavens have opened, it's just started raining and I've still got the window open. So I'm really hoping it doesn't come in. Okay, so the first thing I want to talk about is the actual definition of confidence. So according to a dictionary, the feeling or belief that one can have faith in or rely on someone or something and words that are similar to these are trust, belief, faith, credence, conviction, reliance and dependence. You've also got a second definition, which is the telling of private matters or secrets with mutual trust. And so there's a real theme here of trust. And I think in this particular situation, when we're talking about business, it's a trust in ourselves, it's a trust in our abilities and our skills. And let's face it, let's normalise not having confidence when we're starting our business, because actually when we're starting our business for the majority of people, we are starting without any evidence that we can succeed. There is no evidence that this is going to work. There is no evidence to say that we're doing an awesome job or that we're fantastic at what we do. We are starting completely from scratch. And so we do have to borrow a little bit of future trust. What I mean by that is if you've ever heard of future gratitude or if you've ever heard of future pacing, it's very much this. You are 
thinking of your future self when you are borrowing the confidence and trust from that version of yourself in the current moment to enable you to take the next step forward. So that's one part of it. The second part is that often people go down one route. So what I mean by this is like I was saying earlier, they either go down the mindset route and they think that if they work on how to heal themselves, if they work on their thought processes and what's coming up for them, that they will suddenly become confident. And all of that work, I think, is really important. Looking at your thoughts, looking at your beliefs, looking at your stories are all incredibly important and can obviously support you in your entrepreneurial journey. But we have to be taking action as well. If you think about any job, any activity that you decided to do from scratch, you were not confident at the start. You went in there doing what you were doing and you built up confidence over time by taking action time and time again. So, for example, if I give the sort of example of me teaching, when I first started in 2005, when I was training, I was training, I was being observed. You're always observed as a teacher, but you're being observed consistently and you're being sort of you're having feedback on how well you're teaching feedback on what your strengths are, feedback on your areas for improvement so that you can then go and do that again. Now, are you confident to start off with? No, you're walking into a class of 30 students where you're having to kind of take a deep breath and think, okay, I've got this. You are borrowing that future trust thinking, I know I've got this, I know I can do this. Even though at the moment, all I wanna do is just run and hide. And it's the same principles here in business. We don't have the evidence yet. We are borrowing that future trust, that future confidence, so that we can put one step in front of another. And that is normal and that is okay. But actually taking that action really supports us in getting better at whatever we're doing in business and also in terms of improving our confidence and us feeling better about taking said action. And the other thing I want to delve in a little bit deeper into here is with highly sensitive people, the other aspect that really comes up for me here is that highly sensitive people might not feel confident in showing up on in business and taking action in business because what they are seeing in the online space just doesn't resonate or feel good to them at all. And so if you're listening to this thinking, well, that's well and good, Kate, I, you know, mindset wise, I realise that I haven't got the evidence yet strategy wise or action wise, I'm taking the action I am, you know, getting out there. But sometimes I feel really, really underconfident in what I'm doing, because people keep telling me I've got to do reels, people keep telling me I've got to do dancing, or that I've got to do um, all of these wonderful visual things that I just don't feel is me. And so if this feels like you, there's a couple of things that come up that I would love to share with you and see how this lands with you. The first one is what are your values? What are really important to you as a human being in this life living? And really get clear on what those are. If you're not sure, there are lots of kind of online quizzes you can take. I always like to ask the question, you know, if if somebody, a close friend of yours or a member of your family, if I ask them, to describe you and what was important to you, what would they say? And if you're still drawing a blank, go and ask those people. Say, you know, if, if somebody said, 
what would you think is important to me? What would you say? And just get some ideas and think about, does that land with you? Does that feel important to you? Is that right? Because your values are going to be the foundational part of any business that you create. Because if you're not in alignment with your values, you're not going to want to continue your business. And so really get clear on your values. What are your priorities? What's important to you? And then I want you to think about your strengths. Like, what are your strengths? For most highly sensitive people I know, writing is a strength. That's not to say that everybody has to have that as a strength, but it is something they enjoy. They feel at ease expressing themselves in this way. And so if this is you, use that to your advantage and show up in that way. If that is in alignment with who you are, I know lots of people who convert their audience through written content, through blog posts, through written and post on social media. You do not need to be doing all of the reels. And if you do want to go into reels, there's lots of reels that you can do that are in written format. You do not need to be singing and dancing. You can absolutely base your content, your marketing on your strengths. And so this is full permission for you to do things your way. So if you're a highly sensitive person, you're not in agreement with what's going on in the online space, you want to do things your way, full permission to do them, full permission to do them based on your strengths and your values. Okay. The last thing that comes up for me here is an understanding of what's going on on underneath this lack of confidence. So we've talked about what confidence is. We've talked about borrowing confidence from the future, that trust from the future. We have talked about, yes, looking at the mindset and the stories. And we've looked at, but the important thing is to take action to consistently move ourselves forward. Now, the two things that come up for me here around mindset and action, obviously action, we do need to be tweaking. Business is about tweaking. And so you will find when you are progressing in business, and you are starting to build confidence, you will need to tweak things. You may need to show up in a different way. You may need to tweak your messaging. You may need to tweak your content. All of that is okay. It's part of being in a business. It doesn't mean that you aren't confident in what you're doing, but it does mean that we sometimes need to change things up. And I don't mean burn the business down and start again. I am talking about small steps. I am talking about tweaks. I am talking about responding to what's going on with your audience and your people and what you learn about your people as you grow as a business. All of those things are normal. So I really just want to caveat taking action with that so you understand that taking action is important and that at the same time, there will be tweaks made as you grow and build your business. And then on the mindset side of things, what comes up for me here is that if we go a, a layer deeper than not feeling confident and we keep going down. So sometimes I get my clients to do a fear inventory, which is basically where we just keep digging is to find out the root cause of why we're feeling the way we're feeling. So, for example, we would start off with I don't feel confident enough going live because... I'm scared. I don't know what to say. And what does that mean? So that means if I'm scared of what people say, I'm scared of making mistakes. Okay, so what does that mean? Well, I'm scared of making mistakes because that will mean that people will think I don't know what I'm talking about or that I'm stupid or whatever. Okay, so what does that mean? And for the majority of us, we get to a root cause, which is based on some version of not feeling good enough. And so when we take this confidence issue apart and we kind of pull it to pull it to pieces a little bit underneath everything at the core is this idea of not feeling good enough 
And so this can be huge because there are so many different aspects to this. And I do not want to do any discredit here by kind of just bagging them all up into one bit. I want you to understand that I'm literally only scratching the surface here. If you would like to go into more detail about this, please just book in a free call and we can go into your specific reasoning for feeling like this. But if we look at not feeling good enough, this can be based on our experiences when we we're a child. It can be based on, you know, things that we failed at. And I'm saying failed in inverted commas because I always think they're lessons rather than failures. But they can be based on so many different things that we've experienced in our lives. It can be the voices of parents in our head. It can be the voices of teachers. It can be the voices of family members or friends. Anything that is actually affecting the way that we feel about ourselves now. And to really kind of give this a concrete example, I will give my quite sort of personal experience of having a panic disorder from a really young age. So my panic disorder started when I was nine. Having that so young really affected the way that I saw myself because I knew even though I couldn't control physically at that time what was happening to me. So what would happen on a regular basis would that I would have the physical symptoms first and then I would have the kind of mental um, breakdown, if you like, after. That's quite a harsh way of saying it, but I'll explain it in a bit more detail. So I would have the not being able to breathe, the chest pains, the tingly hands, tingly feelings in my feet and things like that. Wouldn't know what to do with them because I wouldn't understand where they were coming from. Didn't know that it was a panic attack at that time when they were first starting. Would then kind of spiral and then all of the thoughts were coming out of what could this possibly mean? I can't control my body. I'm scared. I'm dying. I don't know how to stop this, etc. And so all of that was going on. And at that time, I couldn't control it. I didn't know. I just didn't know enough. I didn't know myself at all at nine. Who does? But I also knew on some level that I was causing the people that I loved around me a huge amount of heartache and a huge amount of frustration because I knew that they were trying to help me and support me and yet I didn't know how to let them know that I was okay because at that time I wasn't okay and I didn't know how to vocalise that. I just, I didn't have the tools or anything to be able to put anybody at mind's, mind at ease because I couldn't put my own mind at ease. And so that had a very real effect on me and not feeling good enough later in life and also that people-pleasing tendency of always trying to overcompensate for things because of what I did when I was a kid. And again, there's no blame here. It's literally just an observation of my past. And I'm completely saying that from a neutral kind of perspective. But I'm hoping you can see how that really affected me when I came into the online space, even though on a conscious level, I wasn't even aware of it. I was like, I'm fine. This is OK. I've been teaching for like 15 years. I've got this. It's absolutely fine. But starting a business really does force you to go through personal development and it really forced me to see things that I had not been seeing before, that I wasn't aware of, bringing things very much for the subconscious right to the surface. Of, oh my God, I didn't know that this affected the way that I thought about myself. I didn't realise this meant that I really didn't feel good enough. And so come, it really brought it to light some of the sort of the events and situations that can cause me to not feel good enough. And so for me, again, giving concrete examples here and hoping that it's helping is things like um, 
thinking that I'm going to make a mistake or upset people. Um, if I think I'm going to do that, then I don't feel good enough. And again, it doesn't bother me anymore because I'm aware of these and I can put things into place. But they're still, you know, they're still there in the background. Going, Hello, listen to me. Um, making mistakes is huge and upsetting people is huge for me. Um, communication, using language correctly. Those sort of things are very much what I consider to be, I'm going to say triggers again because I think that's a word that's overused, but you see what I mean by when I use that word. Those kind of trigger me into a response if I allow them. Now, obviously, I've been doing this work for the last six years, and so I'm very good at having an awareness around them, stopping them when they get, when they sort of rear their head and changing it into different things that have supported me. And again, if you want to know what yours are, please do get in touch and we can have a complete mindset session. But I really want to make you aware here that underneath that lack of confidence will be some kind of not feeling good enough route. And however you navigate through that is very independent for you. Yes, I could tell you to do meditation and affirmations and journaling which are all beautiful things to be able to do but if you don't know the specifics of what's going to support you then you're literally plastering plastering over something you're not really supporting that wound and healing hoping that makes sense and again side note here as I'm just saying that you don't need to be fully healed to be in business and to be confident I think sometimes that comes up and it's it's just not true. We've all got our own personal work to do. I was just saying there about how aware I am and how I can stop things in the tracks, but things still pop up from time to time, which really do knock me off balance. And it doesn't mean that I still can't turn up and do my job in my business. So caveat to that one as well. So if this is you and if you're thinking, OK, so I, yeah, Kate's right. I'm, as I'm doing this, there is very much a I don't feel good enough doing this. OK, so what do you need to feel good enough? to be in business, to show up. And I'm talking here specifically about being visible because that seems to be the biggest thing that comes out. To be visible in your own way, what do you need? Do you need that experience? In which case, taking action is going to be the best thing for you. Do you need more practice? In which case, how can you get more practice? Do you need um, support so that somebody else can see the woods for the trees for you? In which case, go and have that session with the coach that you've always been looking for or the mentor that you've always been following. Really do think about what you need in order to feel good enough. And again, this is going to be a longer journey than you probably want it to be, but it will be so supportive in helping you build those stronger foundations so that you can show up in business confidently and in a way that is in alignment with who you are as a person, especially if you're highly sensitive, because I do think we need some extra support sometimes. So that's kind of where I'm at with confidence. I'm hoping that you can see that it's very much multifaceted, that there are so many angles to this and that it is very dependent on you as a person and what you're bringing to the table, your own experiences and your own conditionings that actually are going to mould you or have moulded you into the person you are and it is about picking that apart a little bit and seeing what bits you want to keep, which bits don't serve you any longer, and really kind of using that as a momentum to move yourself forward. And if you're listening to this and you're thinking, actually, 
I could really do with some support in breaking this down. I'm not quite sure how to do that. Then please do schedule in a free session with me. They are completely free. They are not sales calls in disguise. They are pure value for you to get really clear on what you need to or what you need your support with so that you can move forward in your business, whether that be mindset, whether that be strategy, whether that be an actual mixture of the two, so that you know exactly how you can move your business forward and you can start to feel confident. Okay, if you've got any questions as you've been listening to this, please do reach out and let me know. I'm always happy to hear your takeaways and if you have any questions. Okay, I'll be back next week and I'm sending you so much love. Bye. Thank you so much for choosing to listen to this week's podcast with me, Kate Carter. I appreciate you so much. If you enjoyed this show, then please leave a review. Every month, I will pick a winner for a free 50-minute coaching session with me. Also, if you know someone who could benefit from listening to this podcast, then please share and help me reach more new entrepreneurs who could benefit from learning their own small steps to take.